The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, we have Dr. Princess Dana discussing the state of diversity in medicine, its impact, and its importance for the Black community. This is part two. I am your host, Ramses Ja. So what are some of the variables contributing to the disparities between the number of practicing Black medical professionals and the nation's Black population? Um, lack of resources, um, uh, mentorship and black representations for our youth, um, I think is a misnomer or a myth to say that there is a pipeline issue in the sense that black youth do not want to become scientists or get involved in STEM. Um, the black youth that I've um, experienced and work with um, are interested if you give them the resources, if you give them the mentorship, if you show them the opportunities out there, right? So the lack of that in our communities um, and funding going into our, into our communities is one of it, right? But there's also the structure and cultural barriers that prevent Black students from getting into medical school, right? So those individuals who make it and they've done well, well, one of the things that we see is that there is still a segregation or stratification in terms of schools, Black students tend to want to go to HBCUs, right, or schools that are affordable. Mm -hmm. Well, some medical schools decide that they want to um, stratify and choose so-called elite schools, such as Ivy League students coming from Ivy League schools to get into um, their medical schools. So where does that leave those Black students, right, who scored well, who did well, passed their MCATs, did everything they needed to do? 
And then when they get into the medical schools, those few that get into the medical schools, when you look at the statistics from those medical students and Black residents, there's a higher percentage of them that are being discharged from the medical schools from, quote unquote, lack of professionalism, some excuse to discharge them. And then when it becomes faculty, there's a high burnout because of this culture of exclusion. Sure. Right. There are opportunity gaps. Right. So instead of giving the faculty um, access to research or mentorship so that they can um, get involved with research or any other opportunities, those black faculty tend to have to do everything on their own. And so they leave medicine. And so ultimately what happens is what we see, which is lower black percentage of black physicians in medicine. And, um, you know, in doing our research today, um, our show producer and myself, we learned that, you know, what you're talking about in this regard firsthand. This is something that you've experienced personally. So to hear you articulated in that way is obviously very meaningful, um, which brings me to the next question. Do you believe it's difficult to prove institutional racism and, and even harder to fix? Yeah. You know, I think it is difficult to prove, but it's not impossible. Okay. Right. And so I think it's important for people to understand when that there are patterns there and there are footprints or or fingerprints that um, is left behind. And the more you're able to show those patterns, keep a record of those patterns, then you can prove institutionalized racism. Is it harder to fix? The answer is absolutely yes. People think that fixing institutionalized racism means increasing, just increasing the numbers of Black physicians or just increasing the faces in a particular institution. And what we know is it doesn't matter (laughs) if you have a hundred Black physicians in one institution, if you do not give them the same access and power to make a change. Sure. That's important. So what advice can you share with others who are actively challenging institutionalized racism or discriminatory systems? Um, I would say first, know that you're not alone. That's the, the, the biggest thing. One of the tricks of um, our oppressors um, is to make you believe that you are alone in this fight. I would say make sure as early as possible when you've noticed that something doesn't feel right, I would say start documenting, memorializing the events, send emails. Um, I would say contact your leadership. Make sure, again, you memorialize it in conversations, writings, emails, by any means necessary, mm-hmm. um, and reach out to Black organizations who are willing to, to help you, and, um, and so-called ally organizations that are willing to help you as well. Okay. So how about this? Let's say someone has documented discriminatory treatment. How would you advise that they best escalate and advocate for themselves or perhaps a loved one who's maybe not getting fair treatment, medical treatment? You know, I first, I think, um, you know, it's important to follow the channels internally. You want to make sure you're crossing all your T's and dotting your I's. So report 
to if um, the person has a human resource department, if a person has an equity department, you want to make sure you report that. Um, you want to make sure that they receive representation early, um, so that legal representation early, um, so that advised. Um, um, and that's obviously financially um, dependent, right? Um, but there are some organizations out there um, that will take people's cases or give you advice um, pro bono. And so reach out to them um, as well. And, um, and, and again, I can't underscore this enough, documentation and holding on to those documents and memorializing it is important. Very good. Now, for those of us who maybe we aren't directly in those circumstances. You know, we're not experiencing medical discrimination at the moment, or, you know, we don't have a loved one in that predicament, um, but we are a part of the community. What can we as community members be doing to better support and advocate for the equality of education, representation, inclusion, et cetera, for black medical students and black medical professionals in our country? send letters to the AAMC, send letters to your state um, representatives and legislators stating the importance and the need to increase funding um, to medical schools so we can have more seats and increase medical schools um, pressure to, um, to diversify um, medicine um, um, in regards to underrepresented uh, minorities um, in medicine. And also, even though you might not necessarily have a story as a patient who might have suffered as a result of medical racism or a student or anyone or a faculty, I would say you want that story to be told. You want to make sure that we are keeping the narrative, right? Um, and so um, tell the story by any means necessary, tell your story. The more we stay silent and don't tell our stories as patients, um, as, in, as, as employees, et cetera, the more is going to continue to happen. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are here today with diversity, equity, and inclusion advocate and physician, Dr. Princess Denna, discussing the state of diversity in medicine, its impacts, and importance for the Black community. I think to your point, um, a lot of things I've seen recently in recent months, uh, not not just me, but our producer, Chris, uh, we've seen lots of folks sharing things on social media, which has prompted us to have this conversation as many times as we have, because it's literally a life and death situation. And so not just in conversations, not just escalating, but certainly social media has made its way to us at, at this level. And, and to be able to talk about these things on folks' behalf who themselves may not have a platform as large as this one. And, and you know, speaking of social media, um, before we let you go, uh, how can folks keep up with you and the, and the work that you're doing? Do you have a website, any social media that folks can follow you on? Absolutely. You can keep up with me by going to my website, www.drdenner. So that's www.drdenner.com. Or you can go to my Twitter at Dr. Denner. So that's at D-R-D-E-N-N-A-R and just reach out to me. Um, Those individuals who might have stories for the past two years, I've spoken to hundreds of people reached out to me to tell me their stories. Um, I started um, an animation series, an anti-racism in medicine animation series. If you Um, If you want your story to be told through animation, I started a narrative blog. Um, If you like your story to be told via a narrative blog, let's get these stories out there so the world can see what's happening. Wonderful. You're an inspiring person. I love it. Uh, Well, once again, thank you very much for your time. And of course, for the information, Uh, our guest today, of course, is diversity, equity and inclusion advocate and physician, Dr. Princess Denna. And before I let you go, I will leave you with this. As data dictates and history demonstrates, this is an undeniable historic and multi-layered problem. 
Closing the gap will involve addressing all institutions and structures of racism. We must commit to calling out and aiding in the reform of many aspects of the social, political, economic, and healthcare systems that continue to reinforce inequity. In solidarity with Dr. Princess Denna and all of our most valuable and cherished Black medical professionals, in their honor, in their advocacy, and in the gratitude of their selfless contributions, let us all commit to prioritizing our proactive healthcare and in doing whatever we can to champion the whole health of our beautiful Black community. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast. Um, and don't jump off just yet. Uh, Chris, anything else you're thinking? Why do you think that, that we've got such uh, a lack of representation for OBGYNs? And is there a, a resource of somewhere you can find one that might be in your community or near where you live? Anything like that? I think the, um, a lot of the medicine subspecialties, if you look at um, where that 5% of Black physicians go to, there's a high exclusion for some of those subspecialties, such as OBGYN, surgery, um, fellowships, cardiovascular, et cetera. Um, and so there's a lack of representation because we're not given the opportunity to go there, right? Um, and when we're in medical school, that's when we're supposed to be given a mentorship to decide what we want to do. And a lot of those OBGYNs, um, surgeons, et cetera, do not approach those Black medical students to try to get them into those specialties. So it's not even a thought. You know, it wasn't until I became a med peds physician that I realized, oh, I also love emergency medicine. I also love all these other things, right? And so, but I already made a choice um, for med peds. And so um, we're just not given the opportunity and exposure to even know to, to, to go there. And, um, and the few of us who do, you, if you look at the statistics, um, a good proportion leave, right? Because of how they are treated once they get there. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That says it all. Yeah. You know, so it's funny. Um, and I didn't realize this, that that story, the extent of that story existed until the past two years. Um, but there's this huge policing of Black women. There's mm. this policing of black women in the industry. And, and, and we are, there are more black women physicians than they are black men physicians, right? Male physicians. Yeah. Uh, but the policing in sense of how we talk, um, 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 how things are framed as being aggressive um, versus being assertive. And so black women are evaluated very differently out here, right? How we look, um, et cetera. We are evaluated very differently. Um, and it's a lonely road there. Um, there's not a lot of support there. And unfortunately, some doctors who look like me um, prefer to just stay silent um, because it's easier. And, and I get it. It took so much to get to that position in the first place. I get it. But if we continue to see to stay silent, what we have to recognize is that we're going to continue to see the disproportionate amount of people dying. Right. Could you imagine the trauma for someone who is aware of what's going on 
to see your people dying every single day because someone decided that I'm going to ignore the fact that this kid is desaturating. I'm going to ignore the fact that um, certain people don't know how to intubate when they should. I'm going to ignore the fact, I'm going to ignore all of these things. And you see this outcome and you're the only one speaking up. Mm. The trauma and the pain that that causes and our community needs to know. And this is across the United States. It's not just one state, it's across the United States. Right? So a community needs to know and they need to speak up and they need to advocate for themselves, advocate for more black doctors um, and advocate for black women in, 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 in medicine. Um, well, again, for, you know, we can't reach everyone, but, you know, yeah. at least for you, if you have a story to tell, we built this so that you could you could tell your story and you don't have to just be alone with your social media followers you know what i mean you can call and say hey look i have to talk about something this is for you so you Thank call you. me you call chris and we'll Thank put you on and and give you you know a loudspeaker if you will and you can you can hit the country one time i don't Thank mean one time i mean like one time for the one time last time <laughs> you could hit as many times as you want but you know what i'm trying to say so anyway um yeah, just keep it in mind. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that I do the work that I do. I know Chris is glad that he does the work that he, that he does. But at this point in, in my life, I realize that more than anything, the work that I do is really to support people like you. So if you know that this is a resource for you and you use it, then hopefully um, we can help you. Like I said, save a life or two. We'll be here. OK, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. All right. Bye. You take care. We'll talk soon. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 